Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson. And I'm Reagan Genschewski, bringing you all things Hillsdale Charger sports. Today we have a very special guest, as it is a teammate of one of our hosts, Dana Weidinger, senior pitcher for the Hillsdale College softball team. Dana, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. We're really excited to have you in. Uh, obviously, past couple weeks you have put together a cu- some, some nice – uh, starts for the club. How how are you feeling right now? Obviously, it being your fifth year, um, you've had so much experience here pitching. But now you're kind of right right now you're in a, really in a groove here to start the season. How, what what's kind of been um, you know the the meaning behind that success? I came into my fifth year with a very open mindset, thinking that I was going I was going to be stepping into position like I had been the past four years. And Coach Kyle made that clear to me, especially when I signed on for a fifth year. He said I was going to step into a role, starting role like I was my previous four years. And he said that the biggest part for coming back, he wanted me to work on my mental part of the game because he said I was so physically ready to be on the field and pitch seven innings, you know, however many times a day I had to. But like mentally and emotionally, I needed to get stronger. And that's kind of what I worked on the whole entire summer was kind of building mental toughness. And that kind of came hand in hand with me increasing my physical toughness as well in the weight room and Going back on the field for a fifth year, I was just really happy about it because not many get that opportunity, and I was just blessed with the opportunity. Let's go back, and obviously you needed some mental toughness to going a year ago from now, and you were gearing up for your senior season, kind of your last hurrah. That was taken from you. How did you respond to that, and how were you able to come up with the decision that I, this is something I want to come back for? I was very, very sad when we were in Florida and we got the news that we were going to be sent home due to COVID, going down to Miami, it was a hot spot at that time. So we were debating as a team to even go down there, and we ended up not going down there because they ended up shutting down the season at that point. But Coach Kyle pulled me and Sam at separate times from like from the house onto the sidewalk and asked me if I wanted to come back for a fifth year because he noticed that I was very, very sad once I found out the news that we weren't coming back for – to finish out the season and obviously I was in tears at that point because I thought I was going to be done with softball and just moving on moving forward from that starting my MBA but softball was such a big part of my life and it was really hard to give it up in that moment and as soon as I got the opportunity from coach Kyle to bring me back for a fifth year um, I really wanted to put everything in a row, make sure I was able to start my Masters as well as be at Hillsdale and play the game I love and be with my teammates. And as soon as all of that fell into place, it was a really easy decision for me to come back for a fifth year. Now, obviously, you are a pitcher, and I always find it fascinating that pitchers really do have different roles than uh, your, your other positions when you look at baseball, especially when you look at softball. For you, your mindset going into a start, how do you kind of – you know, psych yourself up for a start compared to, you know, other days where, you know, hey, I'm not, I'm not pitching today. I don't really need to really be freaking myself out. Well, my teammates do a really great job about psyching me up. Um, obviously, our new song for our sweep is Who Let the Dogs Out. Our team is known as the Dogs, so we go by that a lot. You guys, you guys, wait, wait, so, <laughs> and Reagan, you can get on this too. Uh, <laughs> Of course, the I dogs. <laughs> yep. So Oof. let me just. Sh- I'll break it down. You can interject. 
I came in pretty fiery as a freshman, of course. And um, I guess it started with, I started calling you Dane Dog one day. And Carla and I kind of rallied the whole team about around calling Dana Dane Dog. And then when we were able to rush, a bunch of the team, because we weren't about allowed to rush under the pass coach, a bunch of the team rushed in sororities. So the people who didn't rush, we kind of came up with our own thing and we called it Hillsdale Alfalfa Dogs. And so now it's become this huge thing on the team. Um, we call each other, everyone has their own name. We call each other Dog. Um, and we convince Coach Kyle that if we sweep at home, that we listen to Who Let the Dogs Out. And Dana, I, I w- hope you have the right answer here. When we strike someone out, we bark until that person's back in the dugout. It's kind of a humiliation thing. You got to tell me Wait, that's an extra. Humiliating for who? <laughs> okay, Definitely Martin. the batter. <laughs> the, okay. the batter. Just, the batter. Um, just wanted to make, make sure they're checked out. <laughs> um, is that an extra incentive to get that strikeout? Absolutely. I mean, come on. If you if you have to woof someone off the field, it's fantastic. It's, <laughs> um, it's so funny. Dana, I'm, I'm going to paint this picture quick. There was this one instant this past weekend where this girl was allegedly walked, but actually she only had three balls, two strikes. So she starts to go so down what, the first baseline. So the umpire's baseline. clicker wasn't working? Like, right, like he forgot. Okay. Well, so he was like, it's four balls, but the people on the books were like, actually, it's three. So this girl's halfway down the first baseline. She has to come back into the dugout, which is tough because you think you just walked, you got on base, woohoo. She steps in the batter's box. Dana calls time to grab her rosin bag, like stall a little bit. Just, I think he quick pitcher gets on the mound and just blows it by this chick. She strikes out after thinking she walked, and then you have to, and those, then you have to listen to barking. Barks, those barks were probably just unbearable for her. Oh my gosh, humiliating! They were so loud. <laughs> she was dragging her bat behind her off the field. Mm-hmm. So you do use the barks as motivation for you, is what you're saying? I do get energy off of it. Okay. Honestly, in the moment when it first starts, because I literally do not hear anything on the mound because I'm so in my head and in the zone. But as soon as I start hearing it, I'm, it gives me that sort of energy and pep that I need for the next batter. Well, just I feel like if you have a three strikeout inning, I mean, people are gonna start <laughs> thinking like there's like a like a dog pound somewhere, you know. And and I just I just don't know if I could. If I I've could gotten be able to the to point where that. I sound like a real dog. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I do. And you know, I yeah, it's fun. It's it's. I think it's brought us together closer as a team. It sounds odd, yes, but it's. It's like a cool, unique thing, and, and you see us all referencing it to referencing to it. Um, Dana, I want to ask you, it was 388 days since we first stepped on the field, or since we last played a game all together on the field against some real competition. Um, how did that really feel for you, especially being it's the, your fifth year, you get an extra chance at, at getting a GMAC championship? Honestly, it felt like... You know, you know, you're like a little kid and you have a cookie jar up on top of the fridge and your parents are like, don't eat the cookies, don't eat the sweets. It was like that point in time where I just, you know, climbed up the fridge, grabbed that jar of cookies. And once you get that jar of cookies, it's like the best thing that's ever happened to you. And you get to eat the whole entire jar, probably a dozen, dozen or two. And uh, Dana, I think that probably that feeling has really just made you locked in, has added to your success. I think it's impressive. Dana's second in most innings pitched in Hillsdale history. She's fifth in wow. strikeouts, or yeah, fifth in strikeout or seventh in career strikeouts, fifth in career wins. It was you had a zero ERA over the season. Can we attribute it? Maybe we have some new uniforms this year, Dana. Do you think it maybe it's because we look a little bit better on the field? 
you know, those Rawlings uniforms are really nice, and I, I think they're very lightweight compared to our Victor uniforms. Mm-hmm. They also have a lot of the uh, different, like, stripes down the side and everything. I feel like it's a new accent color, especially since we added black and red to our uniforms this year. Talking to Dana Weidinger here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Dana, I want you to walk through this for listeners. Um, as far as pitches go for softball, so I know there's something called a drop ball, correct? Mm. And then obviously you have your fastball. Like what? What do you throw? Just those those two? Everything. I I throw oh. everything. Um, there's six pitches total. Okay. And then that there's, you have in your or six pitches total, like that anyone can ever throw, or just six pitches in your arsenal. It's what pretty much everyone can okay. throw. There's also like alternatives to that because we refer to it as like a back door, which means it's on the opposite side of the plate or where it would naturally go. So a curveball is naturally on the outside of the plate to a righty. And then I have a back door curve, which is on going inside to a righty. It looks like it's going directly at them and then it curves onto the Try plate. Try to buckle their knees a little bit. Yep. So with your curveballs, do they, do you get a lot, do you slow it down a lot or do you just use more tight rotation to get that dramatic drop or the kind of slower, it, you know what I'm so a curveball goes you said curveball yeah it goes left to right a drop ball's up down and a rise ball's up down so screw and curve go left to right but a drop ball and a rise ball go up down but then there's the drop curve which so, goes so a curve okay so that's right, like a, that's more like down. your traditional baseball curveball Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So in softball, a curveball is more of like a slider, I guess, in some of its yeah. action with when you look at it from a baseball standpoint. Yeah. Well, yes. and so the softball pitch comes in, sorry, Dana, mm-hmm. comes in different. Like a baseball pitch is going downwards, where a softball pitch is actually like just naturally right. rising. So, yeah, I guess an equivalent to a slider, but it's just a completely different angle from baseball. And then, and then so the other thing's called a riser, right? Rise, Rise ball. ball. Rise ball. Yeah. Okay. So how do you. What's your favorite pitch, or do you kind of like them all? Like, where, where do you kind of go to? Let's say, and let's say it's a three-two pitch. Like, where are you going? Coach Kyle likes to challenge us pitchers and throw a changeup, which I honestly love. My changeup, it's very special compared to a lot of others because I have such long fingers, which is a pleasure being like for the <laughs> turn softball because you have to get all the longer the fingers you have, the better rotation you have in the ball, which gives you better movement overall. So I'm able to throw a knuckle change, which is very unheard of. Yeah. And it's very uncommon and throws off the hitters because it's essentially the same release as a fastball. And they just think it's a fastball coming right at you because as long as you keep your speed of your motion up the same, it looks exactly the same coming out of your hand. And that's always, I feel like, something that's echoed to pitchers all the time is not changing that motion up. But is that something you focus on with your other pitches as well? Do you... Do you find yourself when you throw any of these other pitches that your motion changes a little bit, or is it usually pretty consistent? I keep it pretty consistent. I've been working on that ever since I was little because my pitching coach was so adamant about that, being the same exact pitch every single time. It looks the same exact thing every single time, even from the start when you're grabbing your grip and your glove to middle through the pitch to the end. And, Dana, we have like – you know, the, we have four pitchers on our team. Um, everyone's, let's just say, not completely healthy. Unfortunately, we're it's hurting. Um, it's hurting. We we're not even that healthy that I had to throw at practice one day. Oh goodness. <laughs> oh, I know. Annie um, Lane Townley. <laughs> yeah, but Dana, we work to the pitching staff works together as a team. 
Uh, can you just tell us about Coach Kyle's pitching philosophy with the four of you really working together? Like, it's not more. It's not like a competition. It's more, let's help each other out. In previous programs, especially with my travel ball teams, it's been always a competition between the pitchers, and we would get to the point where it would just be we didn't want to talk to the other pitchers just because of how competitive it was. It was just a very negative environment. But with Coach Kyle's philosophy, we really rely on one another immensely. It's, you know, you are going with the mentality that you are going to throw seven innings, but you also have the mentality saying that I have three other girls on the bench that have my back and they're going to come out there and crush it. It's kind of that mentality that you have people behind you. It's not you are the only pitcher. You are what we have, and that's it. You don't have anything to help you. We always have that. We always someone else has your back no matter what happens. And I think sorry. what's special um, about you, especially this year, uh, normally you've just been like the starting pitcher, but you've also come in as relief. What do you prefer? Do you think there's an advantage to – being the starter over the relief, et cetera? I personally like being the starter just because I like going in first game of the day, going into the start, so I am don't have to hold back my energy for later. The I, second game's harder to play, no doubt. Really no, for everybody. Keep oh, yeah. going. It really is. I mean, it's really hard coming in to I, – I feel like it's hard to come into relief because – um, with as many times as coaches tell you to go warm up throughout the game, like you're always on edge a little bit because you're like, oh, what if I go in the next pitch? What if I don't go in for another three innings? It's always that what if. So I'm always, it's always better to start a game for me personally just with my mentality and everything. But obviously I'm open to relieving like I did this past weekend. Um, I just really had to psych myself up, and I was like, I have to go out there. This is a really tight game, and I was in the game the whole entire time just because it was so tight. You were just on the fence the whole entire time. You were filming, or not filming, recording runners running from first to second to get their steal time so then we could know if we could throw them out if the next time they got on base. That's how into the game Dana was, even though she knew she was going to go play. So you were doing that halfway through the game, and then Coach Kyle was like, hey, uh, start warming up. Lit- no. Oh, he sit- literally said it. She got the girl's time, and then he was like, Dana, you're up. So it's not even like she had, like, a second to prepare. You were in there in literally a split second. Yep, he told me the previous inning before. He said, if there was a hit this next inning, you're going in. So I literally threw five pitches in the back, and I had to come in because we went out for that inning. And I was timing I was timing this girl that got onto first base, and he looks over at me, and he says, Dana, you're in, and I'm start running to grab my glove. Throw the stopwatch. Yeah, <laughs> crashes against the dugout. Yep. yep. Are, you, are you on a pitch count? Um. Or are they just kind of like you're getting the start and you're gonna you're gonna get through this. Uh, it's I'm not really on a pitch count. Okay. I'm um Cameron and Sales right now are on a pitch count. Um, me and Aaron currently aren't. Um, on practice days I am on a pitch count just because of the amount that right. I have been throwing lately. But it is – I usually am not on a pitch count. It can range from, you know, 100, 150 in a day. So it's interesting when you look at a lot of pitchers, their velocities that kind of fluctuate. Do, does your velocity go down, um, you know, as the game continues, or do you kind of keep at the same pace? Like some people come in in the first inning and just start throwing heat and <laughs> just start throwing the ball as hard as they can. And then by the sixth inning, you know, their arm's super tired. Are you holding a little bit back in the first inning? Like, kind of, how's your mentality going as far as velocity goes? 
Uh, since my adrenaline is so high when the game starts, I am throwing, as I like to call it, straight fire. Nice. I, <laughs> my <laughs> coach Kyle, he always is saying how hard I'm throwing in the first and second inning because I'm just, I have so much adrenaline at that point in time. It's just literally coming out of my hand and I don't even see it until it hits the glove. But that's, you know, all that mental stuff, straight fire. So throughout the game, I really try and keep my velocity up because I know that's a huge part of the game, trying to keep getting stronger as the game goes on. My dad always told me that when I was little, just keep getting stronger and stronger, trying different pitches, throwing it a little bit more, spinning it a little bit more, just trying to get them a little bit off balance just from the previous time they've seen you pitch. And that's always been a big part for me. But I try and keep my velocity up throughout the game overall just because I know it's beneficial for our team and hopefully it'll dominate some batters. I haven't gotten to ask you this. Um, sometimes you do this in between in, in the middle of the game, in between games, whenever I uh, walk by the bullpen, Nickelback is playing. What, Dana, does that do to you to get you fired up to play? You listen to Nickelback? Before every game. Before or, every listen, game. A lot of people uh, trash on Nickelback, <laughs> but you got to look at the, all their awards. So oh, yeah. you, but So, I mean, they're very successful. But anyway, you love them? <laughs> they just get me in some kind of zone before a game it's just it's really strange no one's ever seen anything like it before coach Kylie always tells me that (laughs) it's just the most random thing she's ever seen I just get so pumped up and I start she refers to it as my zone but I zone out and I can't hear anything can't see anything just the glove is all I can see and they're they're trying to yell at me and yell at me from the side and I can't hear anything and I'm just you know I have burn it to the ground in my ear <laughs> listen to some nickelback and I just have it on repeat <laughs> I need to figure out what my nickelback is make me a better hitter <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I don't know what it does it was to so me. like what if today was your last day gotta far be, away gotta be somebody rock star uh, photograph. Stand together. Uh, something in your mouth is a good one. Burn it to the ground is my personal favorite because it's got that really deep bass in it. Okay. <laughs> but Nickelback. all ni- Nickelback. Literally Nickelback. all Nickelback. That's interesting. I don't know how many people listen to Nickelback before they participate in sporting events, but I'm sure you're not the only one. <laughs> is that your walkout song? Is, is Nickelback your walkout or no? No, because um, the profanity... That's the only part that I, I couldn't put in it because the clean version was bleeping after every other word. So that, it, was, it wasn't great. Yes, I, yeah, Which I know. Which one? Uh, burn it to the ground. Every other just, word. Just use photograph. <laughs> As a photograph. Photograph. You can just walk out there and be like, boy, is she in her sad boy hours right now? Or what's going on? <laughs> throw, the ba- throw the batters off completely. Mm-hmm. For sure. She's soft. She She's so soft. You're going to throw so slow. <laughs> Oh my goodness, talking to Dayton Weidinger here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM on Charger Rundown. Uh, are you guys ever going to play at home? <laughs> yeah, March 28th. We are nice. opening versus Ohio Valley at home. Okay. Sunday. So Sunday. Be there. Yep, Sunday but series. So speaking of dogs, like you guys have been road dogs, clearly. Um, mm-hmm. Has that been fun? Have you guys wished that you guys could be at home? I know the weather hasn't been great. How's yeah. the road been? 
Uh, well, I love the road. I love our bus rides more than ever because we have a lot of jam sessions. We also love to do studying on the bus. That's also, I mean, it's a Hillsdale thing, but we always study on the bus and read on the bus. But there are some great bus jokes that I don't think any of us could ever forget. Don't you agree, Reagan? Mm-hmm. And I'm on Ox 24-7. Yes. So Reagan it's, is it's always, always on Ox. a lot of fun. We're heading down to spring break this week. We're going to go to Georgia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Florida. Oh, you guys get a spring break. Yeah, we have oh, two games nice. in each state and, two, and four states. Oh, please, Martin. You get to be here and play football. <laughs> you get to play Finley. That'd be good. Let's go. I'm so <laughs> excited. No, um, as far as, obviously, you guys have had a lot of success in the GMAC tournament. Dana, I mean, what's kind of your guys' goals going into the GMAC season as we're quickly approaching? Honestly, we are prepared to dominate as we have done in past seasons. Um, I know we, we have our hashtag 8C vibes from last year. Um, we went in on the underdogs and came out the top dogs. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's also part of where we got the dogs nature is because the GMAC tournament, we started underdogs and came to the top. But I mean, overall, I feel like all we have to do is just, you know, keep hitting as well as we're doing right now, keep pitching as well as we're doing right now and things will fall into place. Well, Dana, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on Charger Rundown. Best of luck the rest of the season and Take a nice little listen to Nickelback uh, as, as the week goes on. Oh, you betcha. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.